Learning Objective 10.4. Describe the tax treatment of unrecaptured Section 1250 gains and then determine the character of the gains on property sold to related parties. When individuals sell Section 1250 property at a gain, the portion of the gain generated by depreciation deductions is called unrecaptured Section 1250 gain. This gain is a Section 1231 gain that, if treated as a capital gain after the netting process, is taxed at a maximum rate of 25%, not 15%. If a taxpayer sells an asset at a gain to a related party, and the asset is a depreciable asset to the related party, the seller must categorize the entire gain as ordinary income. Let's look at, in particular, the categorizing of gain on the sale of depreciable property to a related party. Under Section 1239, when a taxpayer sells property to a related party and the property is depreciable to the buyer, the entire gain on the sale is categorized as ordinary income to the seller. Now that's extraordinary. In these situations, the tax law essentially treats the related parties, the buyer and the seller, as a single person. Let's examine the rationale for Section 1239. Because the buyer will be offsetting ordinary income with future depreciation deductions associated with the property, the tax laws require the seller to currently recognize ordinary income. Without this provision, related parties would be creating tax savings currently by generating capital or Section 1231 gains through selling appreciated assets to related friendly family members who would then be receiving ordinary deductions through the depreciation expense on the stepped-up basis in the property. Without Section 1239, we'd have a major loophole under the code. So who's related? Well, it's people you might expect. It's going to be including a taxpayer's siblings, spouses, ancestors, lineal descendants, and it's going to include corporations in which the taxpayer owns more than 50% of the stock. The 1239 recapture provision is different from depreciation recapture in the sense that the seller is required to recognize ordinary income for depreciation deductions the buyer will receive in the future, while depreciation recapture requires taxpayers to recognize ordinary income for depreciation deductions already taken in the past. In both cases, however, the tax laws are designed to provide a symmetry between the character of deductions an asset generates and the character of income the asset generates when sold. When depreciation recapture and the Section 1239 recapture provision apply to the same gain, the depreciation recapture rule applies first. Let's examine these principles with example 1011, which illustrates Section 1239. What if? Suppose that Teton is organized as a corporation and Steve is that sole shareholder. Steve decides to sell the equipment that he was using for personal purposes to Teton for $90,000 and he had originally purchased the equipment for $80,000. The equipment was a capital asset to Steve because he had been using it for personal purposes. He hadn't appreciated. 
So what's the amount and the character of the gain for Steve recognized on a sale? Here, it's $10,000 of ordinary income, not capital gain. 10,000 representing the appreciation over the adjusted basis of 80,000. Even though Steve is selling what is a capital asset to him, because it will be depreciable in the hands of Teton, and because Steve and Teton are considered to be related parties, Steve is required to categorize the entire amount of the gain as ordinary under Section 1239. Without this provision, Steve would have capital gain. Let's look at example 1010. So the key facts for example 1010 in the textbook are straightforward. We have an amount realized of 350000 We have an original cost basis of 275000 And accumulated depreciation of 15000 has been taken. So we're asked to determine the amount of the unrecaptured section 1250 gain and any applicable 1231 gain. So we're now asked to determine the amount of the unrecaptured 1250 gain and any applicable 1231 gain. Well, the unrecaptured Section 1250 gain is $15,000, the accumulated depreciation of $15,000, and that's going to be taxed at the special rate of 25%. Now, we also have, though, appreciation of $75,000 over and above the original cost basis, so that $75,000 is going to be taxed at the preferential 1231 gain rate of 15%, even if the taxpayer is in the highest marginal bracket of 35%. This concludes Learning Objective 10-4.